0: Hello, Spooky Jins! Hi! Oh my god, I do (laughs) this like you. I'm so proud. (laughs) We're okay. We have a little different episode today. We have Isaac with us from Hidden in the Shadows. His wife, Megan, was not able to be with us today, but that's fine. So we are going to have him tell us all of his wonderful, spooky, scary, kooky stories. And we're so ready for it. (laughs) So Isaac, why don't you start off with telling us kind of what you do? What what
1: you specialize in? First, I appreciate you guys having me on. So, oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thanks yeah.
0: for having me.
1: Yeah, I know we became acquainted through the uh the uh, was it Instagram Messenger group of all yeah. paranormal yep. podcasters and stuff like that. Um, no, it's a podcast. Uh, Hidden in the shadows is me and my wife Megan. Um, we between the two of us have enough paranormal experiences to fill in probably a couple of novels. Um, just because she's been haunted since she was a kid. I've been haunted since I was a kid. Well, well, be specific. She's been haunted. I just lived in haunted places. Uh, okay. So I just encountered it that way. But when we were early dating, I experienced <laughs> everything you can think of underneath the, uh, uh, you know, underneath everything with paranormal wise. I've been, I was grabbed, I was scratched, I was I saw uh her closet door try to open itself from someone inside. Uh as, you know, we call it a apparition of a girl leaning her head down a hallway. Um, all this Gosh, while we're this my first worst early... nightmare.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this my actual worst nightmare. I would literally piss myself. I've only ever seen one apparition, and I was only okay with it because I thought it was. My boyfriend. Until I realized my boyfriend was passed out, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go to sleep." Hey, Brett, Calvin Klein's <laughs> having a sale, by the way. Oh yeah, in the corner of your computer. <laughs> Leave my notifications alone.
1: And this all happened in our first early months of us dating. So, oh my, that's a um, lot of oh, activity
0: wow. to have like in such a short period.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I told her because she was worried about it scaring me away. I was like, no, 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 no. You uh, you found the right guy. I'm really into the paranormal, so this stuff is interesting. Um, but we, she talked about her stuff, how she'd been like every house she lived in was haunted, and all the experiences she had, and me finding out that she's psychic. Um, and it wasn't recently until we actually started the podcast that she started diving deep into her abilities and getting stronger with them. And now she can... She's like the jack of all trades when it comes to psychic abilities. She can remote view anywhere and see anyone and channel anyone wherever she is. Uh, That's amazing. It be alive or dead. Uh, other than reading people, communicating with the dead, uh, you know, channeling, uh, getting emotional feelings, feeling anything like that. There's a lot of stuff. She, there's not a lot of stuff she can't do. Let's say that. Um, and then about two years ago, uh, when we st- actually started trying to paranormal investigate right after we started the podcast, um, I would say September of 2020, my ability awoken uh, in me. And we've talked about my ability on the podcast a couple of times because it's so unique and different from anything we've ever heard before. So unique and rare that I barely found any information on it whatsoever. Um, and my ability in... Uh, how to explain it? Basically, is that uh, I can feel the energy of the dead in my hands, and okay. the energy itself feels like the sensation of when your hand starts going to sleep—that tingling sensation—and it starts in the center of my palm and it spreads as I get closer. Or the entity how strong, or it's how strong the entity is. And through practice and trial and tribulation, I figured out that my left hand feels positive energy for humans spirits cool. that are on the positive side and my right hand when it charges feels negative energy dark entities the the worst of the worst you can think of demons obviously and over time the ceiling feeling sensation got to a point where i could pull the energy in and absorb it essentially take it off the plane and in the early days of me doing this when we start first start paranormal investigating i would pull the dark energy in and filter it through my body which I know that statement alone just freaks everybody out when they yeah. hear it. How, what yeah, that does not
0: here? sound safe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't. It started taking a toll. Um, my the right side of my face and my beard uh hair started turning gray, like little spots here and there.
0: Yeah. Oh my and gosh.
1: Uh, yeah, it didn't make any sense. And Megan was like, Is it aging you doing this? I was like, I I don't know. Um, but the sensation of filtering, the energy would go in, and then a matter of Minutes, hours, days, weeks, it would filter and then it would leave me. And the, se- the sensation felt like when a chill ran up your spine and, you know, when you're cold, but then I would have a breath just leave like a, and the energy would just leave and it'd be neutral. Um, that process I kept doing over in the first, I guess, six months of uh, this ability of mine and investigating. Um, it wasn't after till, well, during the time we were investigating, we joined a team and a psychic on that team. Uh, named Mike. He's he's a good good friend of ours. He's part of our paranormal team now. Uh, he had the idea because he had a vision of using uh, a ring or using an object that later became a ring. But he saw the image of King Solomon's seal. Uh, King Solomon's symbol seal that was on King Solomon's ring. Um, and he asked a friend who he knew in the paranormal world who was Jewish, asked him Does a symbol mean anything? I think I've seen it before in Jewish texts. He's like, yeah, it's a symbol to King Solomon that he had on his ring. And the story of King Solomon, his ring, which I don't know if you guys know or not.
0: I don't. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In Jewish, Christian, and Islamic faith, King Solomon is all three. And the story goes that he had a ring with a symbol that he gained a knowledge from God. And that was the one thing that he requested. God said, I'll give you anything you want. He said, I want knowledge. And the symbols and all his magic, some magic that he learned through that. But the ring was specific, because with the ring he learned to trap demons in it. Seventy-two to be specific, and Jewish and Christian faith always say demons. Islamic faith says jinns. So, yeah, yep, yep, three point of view is all looking at the same thing. Um, and he he had seventy-two demons in his ring. He captured over time. He cataloged. He named. He he gained their names, and he used these demons to build his temple. Now after he he was ruling. One day he left the ring, took it off, placed it somewhere where he could, uh, I think, bathe in the river. And a demon came in, picked it up, and took it, and then uh, said, I was King Solomon. Basically, he just disguised himself, kind of shapeshift, and ruled in his stead. Um, and it was only after till I think, King Solomon tricked the demon and giving him back the ring that he gained power back. And then, I think, the, the ring was lost after that. Or the ring is actually in the museum somewhere. I can't remember where the actual ring. Now, with that idea in mind... I use a replica, King Solomon ring. Okay. Right. I, I, you guys can see it, but no yeah. one who's listening to this can see it. Uh, the, a it'll be on YouTube
0: King. for everyone else to see it too. So.
1: Okay. Yep. Well, let me get it <clears throat> so closer to the camera then.
0: There. There you go. <laughs> Ew.
1: It's Ew. made of steel and silver, nothing special, nothing fancy. But I thought, you know, if he did it, maybe I could. Right. So I practiced next entity I pulled with instinct almost. I said simply into the ring and then the energy didn't feel like it usually did when I transfer and I filter it. So I was like, did I put in the ring? Kept doing that over a couple investigations until Megan one day said, why is there screaming coming from that ring? I was like, what do you mean? It's like I hear yelling and screaming coming from it. What is that? That's not terrifying.
0: (laughs) Jesus. I've been putting
1: stuff yeah i've been putting stuff in it she goes oh she channeled the ring just once mm-hmm. and she said what it looked like to her uh is like a snow globe essentially or like half a snow globe anyway with like a concrete bottom floor and what it looked like was floating around in there was like dementors kind of like from harry potter how they were just flying around hitting the glass they like, can't get out and yelling and screaming and stuff is what she interpreted as um so everything that was putting in was a getting out and then Mike on our team said to him, it sounded like a prison, like how much inmates are yelling at one time, you know, profanities and yeah, whatsoever. Right. In my journey of strengthening this ability of mine, of the, sh- um, funny enough, tangent, I know you guys like going off tangents, but we love tangents.
0: Yes, please. <laughs>
1: before I continue on with that, um, one of the early interviews that we did uh, at the podcast, we talked to a woman in Australia who had a friend named Jane. And after I explained this ability of mine to her, and this is the early days, she said, this sounds a lot like my friend Jane, what she can do. So I talked to Jane. Jane says, you sound like what I'm doing, but you're doing the opposite. Because what Jane did is she pulled in positive energy and then crossed them over to the other side. So people had a problem crossing over. She would pull their energy and transfer it to the other hmm. side. Unlike me who pulls negative energy. and right, Yeah. It. Um, And she said the terminology of what it is, is called a shadow walker or psychopomp, which to me sounds like a hairstyle, Um, (laughs) but yeah, psychopomp. But she said you're a shadow walker, or at least the terminology she learned from her shaman is a shadow walker. Uh, It is someone who can pull energy through the ether, um, depending on positive or negative. And she says she doesn't pull anything negative or she feels she can't, but she doesn't want to because she doesn't want to deal with that kind of energy. So that was understandable. (laughs) Yeah, Um, of course. But that's where the name the Shadow Walker came from. And it's one of my five names. I'll get into that later. Um, Where was I? Dang it, I forgot my point where I was going to before (laughs) we went off the tangent.
0: We lost. this is why we have tangents. (laughs) Yeah. And then Brent and I remember them like 30 minutes later. Um.
1: Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Now I, All right. <laughs> I know you made me um, have to think.
0: <laughs> I had I to like, go oh, through shit. my
1: mind, find a pin. Okay, there Yes. Yeah. Right, uh, in this journey of the shadow walker that I am, I try to strengthen my ability. Mm. And one of the other abilities that I learned to gain was putting my hand to the earth and feeling around an entire area and then pulling that area of energy into one spot and taking it from the ground. So I would send a radius out, essentially, depending how far I, my, my mind could see, or third eye, and I would pull all that energy. The widest areas I ever pulled was about a couple of acres of a farm, um, wow. an entire building worth of entities, uh, whatever was left anyway, uh, a, a couple of blocks one time of a city, and um, My entire house, I always pull every now and then just from the entire area where it sits and probably a few houses around it as well. But pulling from the earth was something that I learned as well. But what was more important that actually is very helpful is I learned to go into people's mind forests.
0: Okay. Now into that, because that's that's... really interesting. (laughs) I've never heard that one before.
1: So if I were to take your right hand, your right hand. Because that's the hand that I use to feel negative energy. If I would take your right hand and hold it, like we're handshaking, and I could go inside and look into your mind forest, your dark side of your mind forest, and see what things that are consciously or subconsciously put in there. Whether you okay. put them there for a specific reason, something that would traumatize you when you were young, something that was something that subconsciously you forgot about that's in there that's dwelling, whatever. There's a and lot it, it, of that inter- vibe
0: and- yeah. If like, <laughs> Remind me if we ever meet him in person to only shake with my left hand. <laughs> you don't, you to don't, want, you don't want to dive time. into... You, can't just, like, you, know. <laughs> you don't want to dive into this childhood trauma. <laughs> there's it has a lot. to be longer
1: than a handshake.
0: Okay, good. I think watch watch him be but... lying. <laughs> just so he can <laughs> shake your hand. <laughs> to see how dark and demented we really are. Oh no, I need longer than a handshake. That's all I need, just one second. <laughs> one
1: little touch. But what, what's in there is different. And how it's interpreted, I can only tell you. I can't tell you what it is or why it is. I right. say, there's a there's a lady that's hanging from a tree. What does that mean to you? You know, I can't tell you right. what, what is that specifically. It's just whatever it means to you. And most people that I've told that I've done this for says, oh, it's because of this. Oh, it's because of that. Um, they're surprised that I even brought that up. How did you know that? Stuff like that. Right. Um, I tell people I'm not psychic. I'm not. My <laughs> ability mm-hmm. is only by physical touch or feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, basically I describe it, psychics or like Wi-Fi. I'm hardline. I have to make the physical connection in order to do something.
0: So that's actually a really yeah. like easy way to put it. Like that's yeah. And that's really that's really interesting because you really don't think of that perspective with people that have like psychic abilities that like you think of psychics and you're like, oh they you know get visions they can you know help you know you know here so, let me touch you a second and I can yeah. find your deepest darkest secrets like, right like it's so interesting. interesting. Yeah.
1: It's, it's not like I'm you know hacking into your brain and finding oh okay she was she said this on this day and this she got you know I'm not it'd be but,
0: cool if it was though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you don't want to also... be
0: going back up in here. There's too much. There's too much. <laughs> don't attack me like that. <laughs> if I can attack I myself, noticed... I can attack you.
1: <laughs> I just noticed you're petting a cat like Doctor Evil.
0: Yeah, it's that's our mascot, <laughs> Fiona. <laughs> well, yeah. she is the epitome of evil. Facts. Um, right now she has a little cut like on her like eye, like right here, because my she uh. Mother cat decided that he was done with her bullshit.
1: <laughs> oh, I you see it? it. Yeah, I
0: see it. And just uh, claws out and attacked Fiona and I laughed really hard. She's so evil. <laughs> she takes <laughs> after her mommy. Good girl. Well, so when it comes to... I, the, yeah, oh, yes, keep going.
1: I said when it comes to the mind forest, the part of seeing also became me being in there and also pulling. So I can take... Whatever's in there dark wise from somebody till it's gone. Okay. Um so it's like I'm pulling within someone's mind. It's like inception, I'm pulling within a pool, within a pool, um, until it comes out back to where I am right now, then I I put it in the ring. Um using this mind force technique, I went into the ring. I can oh. go into objects apparently. So I went into that, the ring itself, and what the ring inside looks like. Uh, I will give you nightmares, but I'll describe it best I can. I love
0: nightmares. I <laughs> imagine love a forest. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, this is just the peak point. of Did you just say a forest? For yes, a
0: forest. I am terrified of woods, so this is a great start. Yeah, it's already starting great for I you. Said,
1: I said, imagine a forest yep. after a nuclear blast. Oh, God. All, all the trees are black and ash. The ground has ash. The sky is ash-covered. It's just shadow, dark, everything in there. And all the entities that are in there are like shadow figures. They have different shapes, different heights, different sizes. Some have horns, some don't. Um, And they're all in there yelling, and screaming at me and stuff like that. Uh, Whatever is the most recent that I put in there is closest to the door, I call it. But whatever is closest to me when I first enter. And within the ring, I can speak to whatever is there. Now, that was the beginning stages of it. Over time... I learned to go inside the ring and also use my ability uh, to torture them in order to get information out of it. Um, They are not nice. I like that idea. (laughs) They're not nice entities. These are the darkest of dark. And when I imprison them in the ring, they belong there. Uh, But I can also get information out of them. So um, how I do so is how my ability evolved. I always thought the energy that I was pulling was like a, like a, like a suction, like I'm like a vacuum, like I'm pulling in one direction. All this energy is moving. No, I was only seeing half. It was only until after meditation, becoming in touch with my spirit guides, um, learning from them and seeing clearly with my third eye is that I can actually see what I'm doing now. And what it looks like, this is a weird, this is a weird part is imagine points of light from each of my fingertips that okay. go to the center of my palm and create a circle, not a pentagram, just a circle, right? Okay. The energy that hits at one spot. Those beams of light, almost like cords, are the center is black, but it's wrapped around with like red energy that glows. Very dark blood red energy, right? Okay. This, oh. this is how I see it. Now, when I go Ooh. to grab the entity, those tendrils, those cords wrap around the entity as like like a boa constrictor squeezing and compressing the energy into my hand until i have it and i'm holding on to it almost like a ball of energy and then i say into the ring as i squeeze and push the energy into the ring those tendrils uh-huh. those cords uh-huh. i use in the ring to wrap around the throat of said a dark entity and basically squeeze the life out of it or choke it until it gives me the information now that sounds brutal But these things deserve worse that are in the ring. Um actually, you know, and I have I've actually cataloged as most I can what's actually in there.
0: So what you capture just stays permanently in the ring, then
1: exactly. Um I guess before I talk about what's listed. Haunted objects, as we know, influence people around them. Right. So and Annabelle, the Dybbuk box, do you think the most famous haunted objects in the world? When you have that haunted object in your home or around you, you start getting influenced by it. Negative emotions, negative feelings, all that. The ring has never influenced anyone. You wouldn't know if it's even there if no one told you, right? So that made me think, if it's not a haunted object, what is it then? Because it acts like a haunted object. I'm putting all this stuff in there. Yeah. But yet no one around it is influenced by it. Not my son, not my her, my wife's grandmother, not even her, not even our family members that come and visit every now and then. No one's affected by it. So it's not a haunted object. But then me think about what it is. We'll see her. Now, funny enough, I like studying quantum mechanics, um, science on that level, quantum Beautiful. theory, multiverse, all that. And the best guess I can give is that I somehow created a pocket dimension that all this stuff is in that right. can't influence anyone outside of it. That's Love the best. That. Is that 100% right? I don't know. I just, that's the best answer I can give anyone. Right. About it makes it sense to you. So not... that's
0: the right answer. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's so much <laughs> like unknown in the paranormal. Like who knows if we'll ever have all the answers. And like, Oh, I don't think we ever will. Right. Exactly. So it's like, but that makes so much sense. Like if it's not acting like a haunted object, there's obviously another reason for it, and we already know multiple dimensions, parallel worlds exist. Mm-hmm. So like it makes sense that like with your ability of shadow walking, that you could probably go into that and be like, this is where I keep you now. Like I don't want you here. I want you there. Go there. You not nice.
1: Now the list as it is so far. Um. I have in the ring 17 demons, three elementals, four witches, two skinwalkers, and I have lost count of how many dark human entities.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah. So now, most like, people are impressed by the demon remark. <laughs> you
0: no, know, I'm actually more impressed by the witches, to be honest with you. That's very. I thought you were going to be more scared about the flesh pedestrian one. I mean, you do you. You want to go near? Oh one yeah, buy I forgot one. that's it. You that's you a do your for you guys. You do a, you do it's your, a no no word for her. I'm okay, okay. with saying it, but bitch. she'll beat me, bitch. All right, hear me out. The next time you go outside and you look behind your apartment in those little wooded area and you see a fucking flushed pedestrian just vibing going, <laughs> not, nah, and then you come back and tell me. Mimi, I shouldn't have said his name so many times that day because now he wants me. And I'm like, bitch, no, duh. I literally (laughs) camp in the middle of the woods. Like, woods don't scare me as bad as they scare you. I don't like woods because I got lost in them. Bigfoot will save me. (laughs) I'll eat you. Anyway... (laughs) Well, so enough,
1: the woods, uh, this uh, nature trail out where we live, we live here in North Carolina, okay. East North Carolina. Um, okay. There's a nature trail called Patsy's Pond that we've been to that has sinkholes. And these are natural sinkholes. I've been there for who knows how long that the pioneers found and use as water sources. Native Americans right. use them as well. The name um, is
0: very contradicting. It sounds like it'd be a nice and happy place. Oh, it's got sinkholes. During, <laughs>
1: during the day. Yeah. Um, but at night, we've come to find out that uh, three of the four witches that are in the ring were there. Uh, we actually caught an EVP of one uh, <laughs> laughing over the, um, oh the uh, EVP. Oh my like god! A real witch, basic cackle. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they were there. Which one of the one of the first ones I took from that place. Um, but that is where the skinwalker was. Now, um, that interesting story of us investigating there. Um, The natives there called me by uh, a different name and it's the name that i learned a while ago now i know i mentioned earlier uh i have five names yeah not legal names or anything like that these are five titles five titles or names that i have earned over who knows how long my soul has existed now we're talking about right you know uh multiple uh was it uh past lives here right um which from a past life uh, regression or if I got what reading. Yeah, um, yeah. I had one of our fr- friends do for me. She Ooh. says she couldn't see the beginning. She said, I, she says, wherever my soul started, it goes so far back. She can't see where it started. She says she wow. went as far as back as ancient Egypt. Ooh, it that's says, it goes So amazingly like, cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's like, talk about an old soul. <laughs> Yeah, epitome of old soul.
1: soul yeah um but apparently all these lives i've lived i gained different titles through that period of time but she found me as a native american found me as a gunslinger in the west found me as a celtic warrior during the early 1500s Hell yeah. um different periods of time yeah but the five names is earth shaker which comes from native american um watana tanka the great spirit in the sky is earth maker which makes me earth shaker um, and after me pulling the ground, someone said they could feel it vibrate. So I guess I've earned that title somehow. <laughs> you have to be right. around to to feel it. Yeah. Um, Odin's Thranger. Now, Thranger is a terminology that Nordics use as a compliment. It means badass or ultimate warrior. Um okay. So it's a compliment that one Vikinger would give to another. The first, to be clear, I've. I don't know where you guys stand religiously or faith wise. Um, if you guys don't feel comfortable saying, don't worry about it. But I have become Nordic pagan over the last year or so.
0: Oh, my um, boyfriend is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> but when my first offerings I ever made to Odin, um, I heard clearly as I'm speaking to you in my ear, right, like he was calling me that. I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I look, I, I instantly yeah. had my head oh, down. I looked that. up real quick. I was like, I was looking around. Um, so that's where that name came from, Odin Stringer, and then um, or Shadow Walker. <laughs> what was that? God bless
0: oh. your soul, you, you beautiful bitch. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Oh, was that her? Her cute sneezes.
0: <laughs> she, oh my nuts! How she always sneezes. Those aren't even cute. She literally—that's <laughs> how she always sneezes—and I make fun of her, and someone else did too. Thank <laughs> <I love> you. <laughs> I don't. But that's that's awesome. How? Because um, I think we've talked about this on the show before. I have Yona hair on my face. I'm sorry. Welcome to my life. Um, I think we've talked about it before. Um, that basically there is no right, and in, in my eyes, there's no right or wrong religion. You basically see whatever higher power you worshipped or um yeah worshipped in your life w- when that time comes everybody's got some trying to get to the same place yeah so i think it's really cool that you can almost see like the way like the different by your different titles the different like paths you've also traveled in your different lives and something that's very oh, interesting we ain't finish yet Oh, God, I'm excited. Okay, go, go, go. <laughs> One thing that's very interesting about me and you, that I was born and raised a cradle Catholic. My best friend's pagan. Well, I was Catholic. I was born and raised I Catholic, and then, yeah. yeah. But you're pagan, you're pagan now, and I'm not even Catholic anymore. Well, I'm not pagan, I'm Wiccan. Not pagan. I difference. mean, I mean, Wiccan, excuse me. Yeah, there's a difference. It's Sorry, like, I meant Wiccan. Yeah. You said I heard that word earlier, and it's stuck in my yeah. head. I meant Wiccan, and she's Wiccan. Pagan is like a general so, term. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, so when I say Nordic pagan, I'm Nordic technically. That's why
0: pagan. I said yeah. that. I meant to say Wiccan.
1: Yes. Yeah. I believe in the old gods, as they say. Yeah, but, right. One um, of my. Who's where you, uh, you continue at? With the, <laughs> continue with the names. Uh, yeah. First, Earthshaker. Second, Odin Stranger. Third, Shadow Walker. Obviously, no name was given. Uh, fourth, War Shaman. Now. This is an explanation of what I am. When I said I'm not psychic, but I have psychic abilities. In a better explanation of what I am or what these abilities are is sh- shamanistic abilities. Now, when you think shaman, you think, you know, send you on a, mag- you know, you know, a mental trip yeah. or you know, heal you, your spiritual yeah. things. No spells has things. They oh take this herb, stuff like that. You think of that. Right. No, no, no. That is the commercialized version of what shamans are. There's so much more. That they do, that has been lost through history, through time, through different cultures. Um, okay. But what we found out through knowing three different psychics uh, is that I am a shaman for war, which makes sense of my ability that I go to combat with dark entities. Right. So it all aligns. Yeah. It all makes more sense as I go on this journey, you can say. So war shaman, that's, I guess, more a better title to have, to explain what I am. But right. the last name, the last name I was given. Now, this was given to me um, in a vision, you would say, or better way, a heavy meditation. I had surgery earlier last year. I um, had a hernia over my belly button Essentially, my belly button was, you know, coming yeah. out. Um, I'm
0: so loving I had surgery that for you. The...
1: <laughs> Wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, I can't I imagine. surgery afterwards.
0: What a great but... time. <laughs>
1: Mike on our paranormal team, our or lead psychic, uh, he mm. has died three times on the table. He's had cancer, major stomach issues. He had three different surgeries that he's died oh my, from and wow. come back. Um, but he says, while, well, two, that he actually died. He died on the table. One, he died in, the, uh, almost died in another, an accident or something like that. Oh but he gosh. said when, during the surgeries, uh, when he's under with anesthesia and stuff like that, you're so put mm-hmm. under that you're disconnected from your body. So right. he can meditate and go to the astral plane, you know, speak to spirits, all that. So I thought, well, if I'm going under, that would be the best time for me to try to talk to the spirit that came and contacted us weeks before my surgery. The mm-hmm. spirit that came and talked to Megan, wanting to talk to me, was my grandfather from a time when I was a Cheyenne spirit warrior in the early 1700s. Oh,
0: came wow. Came and found me now.
1: He explained himself as that. And in... I know we talked for hours, but all I remember was him just saying to me, you are Ashwala Kanta, the Reaper of Souls. That was it.
0: That's a dope-ass That's name. an intense title. I'd wear that yeah. proud.
1: Ashwala Kanta. Yeah. So, I don't know if that was a name or title. After, I think, about... But three, four months ago, we tried talking to him again. Uh, Megan connected me to him, which is one of her abilities. Or mm-hmm, she can yeah. connect me. We can go in a meeting place. I mean, basically, like his meditation, I went to talk to him. Right. Um, and he he said, it's a title. It's not your name. It wasn't your name. This is a title that you had and you okay. will use again. He didn't give me oh. any information about my ability. Or anything. He just said, I just asked him a question. He says, you're going to you, use this title and it will gain you more information. So I was like, all right. He basically looks like your typical Native American chief with the headdress yeah. the, the paint across the eyes and stuff like that. Um, but then he, on the ground, he started drawing runes, like Nordic runes, which he doesn't make any sense. How would he even know that? But then again, right. if you know your history about Vikings, they came to America before
0: right. uh, any yeah. programs
1: or anybody like that. So he might have learned it from them. I don't know. Right. Um, the runes were Pacific to what I would uh, use later. One specifically being the agile rune, which is basically a line with a Y, right? Yeah. So it yeah. looks like a, a Y with a line through it, which is yep. a symbol of protection. Because um, I use runes and protection, so does my wife. We use runes as protection different stuff we use. Right. But that rune, I would she would draw onto my pinky finger where I wear the ring, and it would protect me. Because wearing the ring without any protection hurts. It f- physically hurts to wear it uh it feels like you need to pop your finger but you can't that's the best way to describe it oh and
0: that that i just felt that in my like my fingies and i need to crack my knuckles (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i know the exact i I
1: need to pop my finger but you can't do it yeah right and it intensifies and intensifies intensifies longer i wear it so if i have that symbol drawn on my pinky it negates it so um that actually helped out a lot with what, what i do now but right um We've helped different people over our time as invest investigations um, doing this. Uh, interviews with different people and different paranormal investigators we've met who have called us up randomly asking for help or saying there's something in their home. Now, here's an interesting thing that I think and no one ever considered is that this, what we're doing right now, Zoom meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Or even FaceTime with people. We are connecting each other through fourth dimension space so we're folding essentially fourth dimension space in order for me to see you and you to see me in a real right. time that's how technology works right or at least it's not how it works but that's how i theorize how it works yeah yeah and anything that is where you are can come here and anything where i am can come where you are like if you there's nothing here i take care of most of it um but in the, in the process of doing that we've had help people me pulling through the camera, from where they are to where I am and taking it. So it Honestly, doesn't matter I'm surprised you... that
0: Yeah, uh, Harold is not very angry with this man right now. Yeah. He's been very quiet. Yeah, he has. That almost makes me nervous. <laughs> I'm going to pay for it later.
1: There is a, um, funny enough, well, what we theorize with my voice why I'm able to command spirits into an object. Is that there's a frequency in my voice that commands them or has power? That's just a theory. I mean, we think about why I can say into the ring and it goes. Right. I I, there's a theory that there's a frequency in my voice that does that, and sometimes it's heightened when I speak in my higher self. Um,
0: Right. That makes sense.
1: I don't know if that to speaking in my higher self does change my voice. I sound more authoritative and lower, and very intimidating, as it's been described to me. But that only ever comes out in the presence of, like, really dark entities. Most yeah. demons we've dealt with, it's very it's very adamant. You hear it very clearly when I'm speaking to my higher self. Um, it's funny, funny enough, um, our friend Mike had a friend that he knew where he lives, that was, their son was being oppressed. And this is a def- my first um, demonic case that we had. Now, the kid was being oppressed. He wasn't possessed.
0: That's and the yes. Yeah. Has... That's the first stage, or is that the second
1: mm-hmm. stage? First stage? First yeah. stage. Yeah. Okay, I was right. So, when so what, is that... is to op- yeah, what is
0: that? Yeah, what does that kind of entail to be oppressed versus like actual full on possession?
1: You know, funny enough, me and Megan were talking about this earlier, and her analogy was perfect. Um, when you're driving, imagine your body as a car and your okay. soul is driving behind the wheel, right? Mm hmm. Um, sometimes, when you have a dark entity that's attached themselves to you, a regular human entity, like someone sitting in the back seat slapping your head, right, trying to distract you from driving, you can mm-hmm. ignore them, like, shut up, get off me. Um, but that's that's about it that a human entity can do. Now, a demon is essentially grabbing the steering wheel and trying to make you crash and trying to take the steering wheel from you as you're fighting it back. Right. That's oppression. Yeah. And then possession, oh, okay. he basically threw your ass in the trunk and now he's driving the car.
0: That's actually um, a perfect analogy. I like that's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yep. That
1: that makes sense. And <laughs> the stages of oppression, essentially, you go through depression, anger, sadness. Uh, you push people that are close to you away. You get violent. You don't sleep because you're consistently being tormented through nightmares, or the, the demon itself is like attacking you and you're so right. you're, you're basically tired. It's beating you down to you have no will to fight back. And then right. when you're at that point, that's perfect. Then it goes inside, and when it possesses, it's almost impossible to get it out. Right, no, I a have whole never dealt. Yeah, I have never dealt yet with a full possession case. Um, almost, but not a hundred percent. It was a lot of oppression cases so far. But this kid you know, was getting oppressed by family friend to Mike. Um. He was entirely different. They described him as before, nice, sweet, would do things, but now he's angry, he attacks, he's awake at all hours of the night, they don't know what's going on, sometimes he talks like he's not the right person, and the mother said they would look into his eyes and it's not her son, sometimes.
0: That would be, that um, gave me chills, that's that terrifying. Like, that's like a heartbreaking thing as a parent, too, to just look at your kid and be like, yeah, I don't know who you are. Like... so.
1: He okay. asked Mike because he knew Mike was a part of paranormal teams before. Mike a little older than me. Uh He's been mm-hmm. in the game a little longer. So he's been part of several different paranormal teams in the area. Um, And they knew that he's dealt with these things in the past. Asked, can you help? Do you know anybody who can help us with this? Any priests or pastors? He goes, hold on. That's this guy who's new to our team. We've been with him for about six months or so. The stuff he's been doing, I I don't know. I'm pretty sure he can help you out with this. I was like, well, all right. And we don't charge you. Don't worry about it. We're not going to do anything like that. And he was like, all right, so bring him over. So the night we go, we will go over. Right. Um, up until that point, I had one spirit guide, make himself knowledge to me. Uh, he is an Aztec Mayan Jaguar warrior. Best way I can describe how he looks like. Okay. Right. Um, But the night that I went to go confront the demon the first time, um, the second spirit guide made himself known to me his name uh he is a, a vikinger right Big bald head big beard
0: yeah viking yeah.
1: gear all that right he made himself known to me and he helped me out during that time he gave me this sense of war for battle for dealing with that stuff that mindset i was in um and basically mike did a native american prayer to try to dis- ca- ca- sever the tie between this kid and the demon. Right. Megan was outside the house with Mike's wife, who's also named Megan, funny enough. <laughs> Love um, that. She was outside the house putting up a shield with her with her ability. Cause not just is she a psychic tangent, sorry. Um, <laughs> she has an ema. And I'll go into later about oh. that if you want me to.
0: Yeah, um EMA is energy
1: manipulation ability. So she can manipulate energy, but she pushes essentially positive energy out of her hands as I pull. Um But she kind of put up a shield blocking this thing from running. Because I wasn't worried about this thing possessing anybody else. I was worried about it running away. Right. Uh, So when he severed the tie, the energy changed. And I reached out and I felt it. And when I grabbed and I pulled and I put it in the ring, I was stunned and shocked because it was easy. Too easy. I thought I made a mistake. I thought there was something wrong. Did I actually grab this? with something else here? Right. I was worried because like it shouldn't be this easy. I've taken out things in the field that were way harder than this that I had no knowledge of. But this was mm-hmm. easy. And yeah, I checked the ring. It's in there. I talked to the kid. He's an entirely different person. He changed within an instant. The whole night, we stayed there for that that whole time was maybe 30 minutes of surviving. It? Us arriving, me taking up the thing. Uh, 30, minutes. <laughs> 30, 30
0: minutes.
1: 30 minutes.
0: That's all it took you, though.
1: All it took for me being in the room with it, and it was gone. And the only thing we did prayer-wise was a Native American prayer that, that Mike said. That probably agitated it so it would show itself. Right. Um, and then we stayed there a couple hours after we talked to the family, tell them what they would need to do next, you know, mm. do this, do that. Megan gave them a jar for salt that she makes what she does, she does a lot of witchcraft with uh, white salt and stuff like that, with like blocking negative energy Yeah. like that. Her salt is very potent. We use it around our house to protect us from stuff. Um, She gave him that said, use it around the house uh, tomorrow or tomorrow morning. It'll protect you from anything that might come afterwards. And we called the family a week later. They're like, yeah, we're all good. He said, that night we slept fine. No nightmares, no dealing with stuff. The next day he was 100, he's 100, a 180. Right? And they said weeks later, it was fine. Like, it was never there. So I was like, I guess I did. But it shocked me that it was that easy. But I've taken down, like I said, 17 of them so far. Confirmed. There might be more, but confirmed. Right. 17 yeah. of them that are in the ring right now. And they range in strength and, and size and how they look. One was a Cheshire Cat kind of demon with a giant grin smile that probably went out like very cartoon-like. No, um, no.
0: I'm okay. <laughs> no, no.
1: One it was like a giant, probably nine or feet tall, like muscular black hoofed foot bowl looking head thing with giant horns that turned in. See, I don't know um, why, but
0: I'm more okay with that vision than like the Cheshire cat one. Why? That's what my sleep paralysis demon looks like. Exactly. No. <laughs> I'd rather see a hoofed demon antler man than the cat with the creepy smile. He looked spicy when them, I was single.
1: Uh, you know? <laughs> some of them have like their arms that were too long for their body, kind of dragged their nostrils and stuff like that. Uh, uh, no. Um,
0: that's where I draw
1: the are, line. <laughs> but I mean they all come in different shapes and sizes, and most of them have horns. Only one ever that I took that didn't have horns, but this one that I took recently was very high ranking demon. I'm not gonna say his well, name good. Over, over Yes, this. Please, I'm just please saying, do not. <laughs> it's a name that is well known it's the best i can give you it's a name that's well known amongst demonologists. i think thinking two
0: names i know i'm thinking i'm thinking of one at the front of the alphabet and one at the end those are the two i'm thinking well i don't know if the last one is technically i mean i guess i could ask you but i don't know that one i've only been told is for that particular reason I've never known it to... What are you doing, weirdo? I don't know. She's being a cat. Uh, but I have the other one that I was thinking of, too. I want to know now. <laughs> well,
1: I, I, can, t- I so, can tell you after we're done recording. Let's say that.
0: Let's do okay. yes. uh, because We love cutting fact. our listeners out of our fun shenanigans. Well, I mean, if you have fun <laughs> fact, our listeners don't, haven't even heard the audio. Um... We filmed an entire episode uh, that we did based off of possession, possession like extreme and, house possession. Like, and uh, we did, I went back and listened to it to figure out where I was going to need to edit it. Went back and listened again. All the audio was corrupted. There's laughter over Britney's laughter that's not her own there's just a whole bunch of... so We've yeah. had three or four episodes now that have been scrapped, and every time we're recording, I've got to go in and I have to fix so much and edit so much audio because of the freaking thing that's in my basement messes with all my stuff. So, yeah. It's great.
1: They it didn't want you getting that information out.
0: Oh. That was... and That
1: happens. We've had it happen to us a couple time some our episode gets corrupted for no reason it's like it's it recorded over another episode that was already in the bank which did not make any sense like we yeah. like double recorded Megan couldn't fix it so we had to scrap the whole episode
0: yeah we There's have like a couple three of them cases like that yeah I think we've yeah. got three cases where we'll like listen to it it's fine like good it's fine and then we go to like actually set it like you know schedule Edited. it to post or edit it and then it's completely like you can't understand us you'll we'll get a word or two in and then it's complete static I mean the like I the one that I heard I was I was at work and I was listening to the podcast while I was at work figuring and like marking points where I would have to edit for when I got home and I heard that laughter over her laugh and I don't I haven't been that scared since I went to Hell's Bridge yeah, I never heard it because she told me it was there, and I was like, "Yep, I'm good." I'll, and I said, we'll "We're just... not, we're not doing anything with this episode." So yeah, any of the episodes that have been destroyed, like corrupted or whatever, we have not gone back to re-record just due to the fact that we're like, mm, maybe we should wait off. Maybe we should wait.
1: Yeah. Um, I forgot. I remember, we were on, on Eleanor Wagner's episode. Corey. and oh, you yeah. were saying that, that Brittany was dealing with something at her home
0: oh yeah I have I it's like I don't know if he's like necessarily he's not well it, I can tell he, well yeah he's not like the friendliest but then he's not like he's never like harmed us yeah but either has mine and he's terrifying me lately well that I just think that yours has a hell streak like a little kid yours isn't any better but like he so the first we realized it pretty early on like um my boyfriend had like has always had like he's he's haunted like he's always had things follow him um but we thought he was doing good like he hadn't had any activity in like his recent like um while we were still waiting for like our apartment to come available, we were at my mom's house and we had no activity. We were fine. Um, and then a couple months after we, you're like, we're settling in finally into our apartment and stuff. Um, We were laying in bed one night and my boyfriend like jumps up and like turns to look cause we live in the loft. So our bed is like, here and the stairway is kind of next to his side of the bed and he was like I thought one of the dogs was laying next to me or like at the stairs growling and I was like well no both the dogs are in like the bed on the other side of the loft he's like something just growled in my ear and I was like oh that's lovely thanks sweetie right thank you um and then not long after um it was I don't know we had gone we were going to bed all the lights were off and I have a mom bladder so of course as soon as I try to lay down to go to the bath you know bed I have to go to the bathroom so I'm like I'll just walk downstairs it's pitch black I walk downstairs I go to the bathroom and I'm coming up and I look up the stairs and it's all pitch black but I can see an outline of a man and I'm like ha ha Marshall I can see you like I can see your shadow my eyes are adjusted like and I'm walking up the entire flight of stairs looking at him talking to him he's not responding I'm like you're not gonna scare me I can see you and I look down you know just to make sure I don't like double step at the top of the stairs and I look up and it's like there's no one there And my boyfriend is passed out in bed, like, snoring. But I couldn't hear the snoring while I was looking at, like, the shadow figure. But as soon as the shadow figure was gone, all of a sudden I can hear the snoring. And, like, that's the only time he's ever shown himself. Like, he's never shown himself to Marshall. Um, We've had a couple instances with my daughter where, like, she'll, screw like, she screamed at the corner of her room i was like no i don't like that like no um so after some blessings she hasn't had any more problems in her room but like other than she's had a her picture fell down in the middle of the night not while she was there but like it fell don't forget the night that she somehow magically appeared in that chair well i mean she's yeah, she but was, you said there was no way. You actually even talked about it. There was no way she could have ended over there. Oh, it was just weird because my kid doesn't get out of bed. Like, if she's scared in the middle of the night, she normally does, like, the typical, like, oh, there's monsters under my bed. I can't leave my bed. And then all of a sudden, she was doing that, like, screaming. So I went in there, and I went to her bed, and she was gone. And I, like, couldn't find her. And she ended up being across the room in, like, her rocking chair, like, curled up in a ball. Um... I think that one scared me the most. But then actually, oh, I didn't tell you this. Just last night something happened. We were in we were in the living room. Um Marshall was taking all Christmas decorations down and like we live in a loft so it has like the balcony. And we hadn't been up in the bedroom all night like we went straight from having dinner to like taking down the Christmas decorations in the living room. And all of a sudden, one of his work hats that I don't even remember it being on the balcony, but he says it was, came flying off the balcony down at us at the couch. I don't like what's in your house because of how it acted towards me. Yeah, I don't know. It like physically touched me and made me very uncomfortable. And I know I'm more of a physical empath than you. Yeah. But when I enter your home, I know it's there. It's just a matter of me keeping my distance from it. Yeah, so he, I he's never like tried to. I don't know. I wanna, he never like tries to harm us, but he definitely makes his presence known. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, that sounds like you. Uh, need to Facetime with me
0: sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when you do, call me so I can come over. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because um, it's it's little things. Like at first, I was like, oh, maybe he's nice because I remember he. Knock something over one day, like I was, I was napping, and he knocked something over, and then like I just happened to look at my, like obviously I woke up from the noise, and I looked at my phone, and I was like, oh crap, I have a doctor's appointment. So I was like, oh, it was just you know, homie looking out, but he, uh, he's yeah, he's shown other.
1: Now from our, my time and me and Megan time as paranormal investigators, what we've learned when it comes to spirits, regular human spirits, is that mm-hmm. they're three reasons mostly why they stick around um one being they have unfinished business they needed to complete something something they didn't finish before or at least they feel like they haven't um either is gets uh information to somebody or at least uh they like a failed mission like i need to complete my mission you know the captain expects me to do it something like that um the second is because they're trapped and that's what we have come across of a lot is a dark entity will keep spirits trapped in a certain place feeding off their energy in Mm -hmm. order to sustain um and we found out as soon as i take that dark entity away all the spirits are extremely grateful they 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 thank us they ask can we cross over now can we leave and megan amongst her many abilities is she can cross spirits over so she basically opens a door and they basically just all walk through and she can cross over hundreds thousands all at one time whoever wants to go through and you do like a mass exodus And we don't force anybody to leave who doesn't want to. If you choose to stay, you choose to stay. Some spirits actually want to stay. I just took away the big bad that made this place uncomfortable. Now they can actually get their message they wanted to cross before they wanted to cross over. So we're like, yeah, you can stay. Here's the door. If you guys want to leave, you want to stay, you can stay. I just took away the big bad for you. So that's what we come to find out. And the third reason is they feel they're obligated to stay for some reason. Um, Not a purpose, but almost like this is my home. I can't leave it. They have no reason to stay other than that they feel possessed to that certain place, right? Um, And then, of course, we know uh, we figured out why human entities, dark human entities, and dark entities that were human, why they stay. They fear the afterlife. They fear judgment. They fear what's going to happen to them when they cross over. So they stay here. And the longer they stay, the more or less human they become. Um, They start becoming dark shadow figures when you see a shadow figure that's like just all shadow it's because they lost their um what makes them them their features right. their face their hair their height everything all disappears the longer they dwell in darkness and then they stop being human looking and they start becoming just a shadow um what you're dealing with i can't say yes or no until i'm actually there it could be a low level demon it could be a human entity who just likes messing with people maybe he's chosen your daughter for specific reason he seems to be calling her more than anybody.
0: Yeah. So she, she definitely has kind of got, cause she is like, she was never one of like the monster under the bed until after the, like those two in, incidents and both time, like, like I said, she's never like got out of bed, like in the morning and she just calls and goes, Hey, I'm ready to get out of bed. Like she doesn't get out of bed on her own. If she has to go to the bathroom, she calls like, She doesn't get out of bed at night on her own. She's wonderful. But both these times (laughs) that the entity has messed with her, like the first time she was standing just shot, like just off her bed at like the footrest with her hand on the railing. And she was staring at like the wall saying, no, I don't want to. I don't like that. Please stop. And then the second time she was in the, in the chair and then after that every night there's monsters under my bed so we have to you know we have to tell the monsters to go away like all this ever since those two incidences and I don't know if it's because you know I know younger kids are generally more open when they're little or if it's just because like I'm more open and I pass that on to her or she's three yeah
1: you, nev- well, you psychics, never know. I would say psychic abilities are theory, uh, inherited. Though we found a lot of people who are psychic because their parents are. But then it depends on the person. Like my my wife, very powerful psychic, but she has been suppressed her abilities for so long until recently, the last three years, um, just because she got more. She was in a relationship with me who encouraged it. And right. she didn't have anyone telling her that this is weird. You're wrong. This is right. ungodly. Any of those things. Right. She had That's kind of like with me
0: and yourself. you. Right, yeah. She's like, "Oh, you're fine," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's good." And now I'm like way too close to the point where I'm like, if I move any further, I'm I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm like, you might be more than what you think, so we're just gonna take a little pause,
1: <laughs> Now, the bad part of awakening, as my wife calls it, with psychic abilities, is that yeah, you're awakening yourself. You're basically becoming now a a beacon in the ether that spirits can come to you because they can see you now. And they go, right. like, oh, I, that person can hear me. I'm going to go talk to them. Um, so you start getting an influx of spirits coming to talk to you. Also, you also get an influx of negative energy, negative entities that want to do something about it. And psychics are seem the prime picking for dark entities because either for possession or to absorb energy off of. So, right. But your daughter being young, in that sense like that, even my son, my son's six, um, and he's been seeing things ever since he was a little kid. Yeah. Um, the scariest thing that ever happened to him and This is what pissed me off, and I think it pushed me further into gaining my abilities. Is that when he was two months old, two months, and this is before I had my ability because he was born in 2016, um, we placed him in the center of our queen size bed, and me and Megan went into the hall to start talking about some subject. I think it was about the episode or something, right when we're recording, and we hear a thump, (gasps) and we run into the room. I just got the chills. he is on the floor, face down, crying as if he slid off the bed, but he couldn't have. The time that we, and it, right. mind you, two months old, he's learning a little bit of I just got you. so uncomfortable. But he, was, right. but he was off the bed and Megan instantly was panicking. She was crying. She, you know, it's like what did this to him and stuff like that. Right. And the first instinct that came in my head was this is a dark entity that's messing with us. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of what led to more of my hatred toward them, the fact that they can do this to anyone. Anyone right. in the world, they can do this stuff to them. And I guess one of my my regrets right now is that I didn't have the ability then. And yeah. but now that I have ability now, I have no mercy for them whatsoever. Right. Um, and I guess what is a regret now is that not enough people know who I am, so I can help them. Because yeah. like I said, 30 minutes I was in the room with this kid and the demon is gone and some mm-hmm. priests take years to get rid right. of something. And yeah. I did it in like a quarter, less than a 10th of the time. And if I can help people across the entire world with this gift of mine, I will. And it feels selfish and in, in, in almost in the dark, essentially not to do so that I can do something about this. And I sit on the sidelines. No, no, I have to do something. And I don't want anyone to feel that level of fear ever again, from something like that. From hurting your child that was just born. Right. Um, and that pushes more into it. But as he has got older. His abilities have been showing. And being the son. Of a shadow walker. And a powerful psychic. Of course he would have abilities. Yeah, and, his abilities <laughs> and his abilities. Are mimicking his mother's. He is able to push stuff back. Because he would put his hands up to something. That we can't see and say no no and he go well, like pushing his hands like he's pushing this thing back so his energy from his hands is what's what's pushing right um uh, something of a lighter subject something very cute that you guys will like a lot
0: i love cute i'm excited
1: <laughs> what would you think a child's mind force would look like
0: i'm thinking colorful like like I look at a and I see like yellows and pinks.
1: Yeah, you're close. Uh my son's mind force was one tree on a hill, very short tree, very small tree, like a little baby tree, and green fields, sunshine, flowers, all that, right? Complete innocence. All right? right, and all that sense like that. Eat rainbows because and he, hasn't,
0: butterflies.
1: <laughs> he hasn't learned to hide things in shadow and darkness and stuff right. like that. So he has no no regrets, no you know things to hide in a dark side of the mind for right. us. Um, but yeah, that's a child's sense of mind is that innocent when it comes to things. Um, but now I don't have to worry about him essentially that much. The stuff that we take on um, right. with protection wise, Megan does her spells and puts things in corners of the house and we put up shields and we put up uh, symbols right. on our doors, our windows and these different things that protects us and then you go of course you have me who deals with anything that gets close too close right. um all the pites the fights we pick things come looking for a fight um the second skinwalker that I took care of wasn't at a location it came to the house um i had to oh, ask okay it, yeah ready?
0: nope that's a hard pass <laughs> <laughs> hard pass on that one
1: sorry good thing flesh, i
0: live in suburbia <laughs> <pedestrian>. <laughs> good thing i um, live in suburbia <laughs>
1: Well, I don't live out in the woods either. This is, I live in a, like a regular neighborhood, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I get the never street, mind,
0: street. I'm never safe. <laughs> I had to ruin there This whole time, um, Isaac's coming in to ruin my evening. This whole time, <laughs> Tori has been convinced that the only time you ever ever see a flesh pedestrian no, is, is in, I it in been the been woods. Convinced, I have just been telling myself that to make okay. myself feel safe. There is a distinct difference of lying you to yourself that- and knowing the truth. <laughs> yes. I lie to myself to go to sleep at night. That's fair.
1: Flesh pedestrians. Um the live ones would be in the woods and stuff like that. This is already dead. This is a spirit of one, which is still dangerous in itself, but okay. it's, uh, he's long been dead, stuff like that. So um they're still oh, pretty god, powerful,
0: They just they they make me want to vomit. I don't know why they make me so uncomfortable. Like I can you talk about it, but they just they make me like un- physically uncomfortable, and I can't explain why. I just I don't. <sighs> oh, um, please tell me though. I want to know, but still.
1: <laughs> the f- the first one I took down. I think I went off on a different tangent, and we had different stories. I need yeah. to finish that on one. Um, was that Patsy's Punk. That we we uh, took care of. Um, the Native Americans called me by my first name, which I, mean, I think now now where we left off. My five names. Yona, it's Barry. Was she digging something up? Yeah,
0: yes, yeah, she's been playing in her litter box for ten minutes now, <laughs> for no reason. She's not playing in her litter box. She's cleaning the spilled litter right now. Don't you see her? There is no litter over there. I'm sorry. He's not tangent.
1: Being... <laughs> um, the skin, the Native American spirits there called me by my name. They said Ashwakanta over the spirit box. Mm-hmm. Right, they were calling me, which that name. Good luck looking up by the yeah. way. Ashwaka. It doesn't exist on any text, Native American algonquin I have talked to natives around here. I've talked to Crow Tone, I've talked to uh Crow, I've talked to uh Navajo, oh. I've talked to Apache. Oh, None Sorry. Of them.
0: Side note. None of them <laughs> but just yeah. oak. Yeah. Well, oh, we have
1: the Crow we have the Crow Towing National Forest right next to us.
0: That's dope as shit.
1: <laughs> that we've investigated. Oh and that we've we caught the picture of a uh, an apparition of a shadow of a Native American man.
0: That's amazing, freaking awesome! I think it's on her, Britt, on we shadow. need to step up our game. <laughs> We're um, boring.
1: <laughs> but this, we knew it was a Skinwalker in the woods when we heard whistling in the woods. Nope, right? Um, no and thanks. then we we heard a a wolf howl you know, in the woods, which Megan, her psychic abilities, figured that this Skinwalker would shape shift to a wolf. In the woods oh. and stuff like that. That's why we heard it. Um, Great. As much as I tried to provoke this thing to come at me, to attack me, it was a coward. It did not want to get anywhere near me. After what it saw, I did to everything else that was there. It right. did not want to go as well.
0: It was a little so, bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Megan had essentially had to put positive energy around the entire area and then start push pulling it in, right. pulling it in, pulling it in, mm-hmm. making this thing come towards me which I did take, it was tough, but not impossible. Um, I classified the entities as smoke and sand, and I classified it as like a level of intensity. When I pull an entity and it's smoke, like when you feel smoke, it's tangible. You can feel yeah. it, but it's, it's, it's just air. Sand, obviously, is a thicker material, and it still runs to your fingers like water, but mm-hmm. the sand level entities are the tougher ones. Smoke is, is simple, easy. I do that all day. Um, and this was a sand-level entity. Its its strength, the amount of force I had to put behind it, how much I had to concentrate, excuse me, uh, it had to be, uh, it was a sand-level entity, but no. And the other one came to the house looking for a fight uh, that was thick smoke-light sand, somewhere in between. Not as strong as the other one, but still pretty strong. Um, but no, we had things come to the house all the time looking for a fight, but we, have Fort Knox, this place spiritually, so... Yeah, Enough I need to do... open up our own shop.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. I need to yeah. do some reinforcements at my place for sure. Yeah, I'm uh, running um, low on my crystals only because I can, I can actually use I was going to say. Example as to why because um, my cats are assholes and, and they just, break my just, crystals. Yeah, break them right in half. They just <laughs> break my crystals right in half. And this was my one of my protection crystals. So now Britt and I each share. <laughs> <laughs> this was technically but, my protection crystal. Not anymore. It's not.
1: Something I, I I say and I tell people just to make them feel better. Um, and I say this not to be egotistical or cocky or arrogant or any of it. I say this as a matter of fact. Nothing has been able to stop me when I start pulling. That's a question. Someone asked me one time: Has everything ever gotten in the way? No, nothing.
0: Okay, no, demon, that's awesome. No,
1: Mental no skinwalker, nothing. As soon as I cords tendrils, whatever you want to call them, wrap around Nancy and I start pulling in. That's it. It's done. There's no escape. There's no running away. There's no fighting back. It's done. Regardless of how powerful, how old, it doesn't matter. Once I start pulling, that's the end. Um, and that's been so far. Matter of fact, uh, it's funny enough. I actually got asked one time, do I have a name for the ring? The time, I did it because I didn't really felt like I needed one. Mm-hmm. But after I thought yeah. about it, I could. So I decided to call it Lit Metfergo, which is Me? Latin for <laughs> no escape.
0: Oh, fitting. I knew yeah, what one of those which... words were from Catholic school. How <laughs> <laughs> do you? I failed Latin. <laughs> the proud i failed latin <laughs> okay fun. Another, another fun fact about me hmm. hey everyone i failed religion class <laughs> it's sad you don't know why i didn't care <laughs> <laughs> like why why it's right there everyone i want i can just open the book and it's right there what else do i need to learn I mean that's fair. Yeah, I failed religion class every single year I was in Catholic school, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Proud of you. I went to church well, every single day, though. Thank you very much.
1: I guess what makes feel better is I'm Mexican. Um, my father is from Mexico, and I failed Spanish class in high school.
0: I love that. So did I.
1: <laughs> but then again, people I only have, have one language. Do that, so
0: I have one language that I'm trying to learn now, and it's sign language for Brit. That, yeah, that's just because when I go deaf inevitably, that you want to still communicate. Do you want to communicate with your best friend or no? I mean, someone's got to be able to talk to me. So I'm trying to learn sign language as your best friend to make not only our lives easier in the end, but also... In lip- the future, so we, the we can future. shit talk. Yes. Across the room. Exactly. I do quite enjoy it. I, I also love when Britney lip reads. It's one of my favorite things on the face of this earth. Like, brings me great joy. I'm hard of hearing in both ears, so I have double oh. hearing aids, and I'm slowly progressing. You know, losing more and more. So, but she'll like nudge me when we're out in public. Sometimes just be like, dude, they're fighting. <laughs> I, I and then just return to our normal conversation. I can't like help nothing it. ever happened. dude. I, they're fighting. I yes. And anyway, so he's. <laughs> Yeah, I can't help it. I'm a naturally nosy person. And then I got an ability that I can just watch from across the room. And I don't mean to, if you ever see me at a restaurant, I apologize. I just, if. I get distracted very easily and even in like podcasts like when we zoom with other people and like she'll look at me she'll be saying what I'm saying and it just I try so hard not to laugh sometimes because it's so cute and she doesn't know she does it <laughs> I tried really hard to make sure my mouth wasn't moving You did it like <laughs> this whole thing I love it though <laughs> it's so cute
1: well it could help you out in the future especially if you can't hear anybody but I remember you always get asked that question, like, what would you rather lose? Your, your eyesight or your hearing? I always say eyesight because music is extremely important to me. I love it more than anything. It's like a drug that I consistently have to take. Um, So I, I rather would lose my sight than my ears any day.
0: You did yeah. well at that concert, though, girl. Yeah, I did pretty good. Yeah, music's really hard for me, even with like hearing aids. If I don't know the song, especially like live music is very hard. So, but yeah, no, I... I really can't say anything. I wear contacts that are, like, pretty strong prescriptions. So She's blind, she's deaf. I'm Helen Keller at this point. We're just waiting for her to go mute. (laughs) No, I talk too much shit to go mute. Same here, boo. Hey, we did that! All right, well, uh, I guess let's kind of wrap it up for our guests. Tell us uh, where they can find you. Anything cool you have planned for the future?
1: Well, investigations we are still doing, it and then we have. Um, anyone ever needs help with anything um, with dark Darkwise, they can easy call us. By the way, before I do that, um, with, with you, um, simple FaceTime. You walk me around the house. I can take care of it just wherever it is. Speaking of which, I think I took care of Harold for you. Um, yeah, no, you there's discussing... just there's
0: something else that says vibing here. I don't think he's bad. He's just annoying. I think he's the little kid. Yeah, because well, because I took something we... from you yeah we know you took the dark one that's the one that was terrible we know from another from two different yeah two different mediums that tori has like her resident like we'll call him nice because he's really just childish yeah he's just child he doesn't but he's an he's a nine-year-old little boy that um and that's been said by multiple psychics same age everything. yeah and that he's possibly a little like either autistic or like on the spectrum or some you know something along that line
1: um nothing against them but if you want to know for sure or megan can just remove you to your house and she can tell you what's there
0: okay cool yeah 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 i'll have to do that because i <laughs> want to make sure that they're not dark because the little like the Harold, you did take care of, and everything's been drastically different Fiona. Fiona doesn't just stare in spots anymore. I'm not getting massive headaches anymore. I don't feel tired since that was taken care of. But, like, the little one still drives me nuts. He's just, <laughs> he just does stuff that drives you nuts. He's a nine-year-old little like, boy. Like, turns <laughs> lights on and off, takes your stuff and moves it. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, that, like, a child ghost yeah. would do and just irritates me. And the other day I saw Itty running his body through the air and that made me He just likes the I, cat. I was like, okay.
1: He well let it happen.
0: I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna turn this up. Pretend I'm not seeing that.
1: <laughs> um, our paranormal team is called Shadow Walker Paranormal. Funny enough, okay. named after me. Um at, we have our own Instagram page as of so far. So if you want to go to that page and message us about anything paranormal, we can or message us uh, about any of the situations at our uh, Instagram on Hidden the Shadows podcast uh, on Instagram. Messages there, we check that most of the time. Um, okay. also, social media is I think uh Hidden the shadow Hidden the Sha six on Twitter, Hidden the Podcast two on TikTok. I'm not saying it with a Boston accent, that's how it's spelled. Um, <laughs> Yeah, links to all our social media and all ways to listen to us at hiddentheshadowspodcast.com. I'll let anyone know that if you're dealing with something dark, please contact us. We can easily deal with it. I have a few episodes of testimonials from people we've helped out before. Um, Barry uh, and another girl named... uh, I forgot her name. All of a sudden. Melissa? Mariah. Mariah. A girl named Mariah. Uh, we helped her out and she tells the testimony of how we helped her out and how the vibe changed. So you can hear from another person's perspective of how uh, we've helped somebody. Um, okay. If you want more in the sh- the shadow walker stuff that I've talked about, uh, I have a whole series ep- episodes one through four on our, uh, on our podcast. We can listen to They're good guys. Go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just saying I'm listening to them right now. Like they're good. <laughs> I fell into dark hole at work. <laughs> Do it. So what's your, uh, what's your podcast release schedule then?
1: We try every Monday. Um, okay. sometimes oh, same on here! Yeah. yeah,
0: twinsies! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's your bonus episodes on Wednesdays, Wednesdays, uh, if we oh. interview with anybody or have anybody on. Um, but uh, usually we try, but then our hectic schedule of investigating and dealing with right. other things. Sometimes Megan gets a he- massive psychic headache, um, a download of information, stuff like that. Yeah. She actually has an episode where she talks about her abilities and, and detail. so I'll just that one as well, Megan's Abilities.
0: Yeah, um, awesome. And, and then she's well, yeah. going to
1: start in uh, a, a series of her talking about psychic abilities and awakening and stuff like that. It's called re- Renaissance. Um, okay. Which I think it means uh, to begin with or to start or to awaken, essentially. Um, so she's going to go through, that's a separate podcast to ours. But she's okay. going to go in detail about psychic abilities, helping people uh, hone their abilities, what exactly you might be proficient in, stuff like that. Um, she's gonna start that this month, I believe.
0: That's awesome. That's definitely a podcast. I knew, yeah. I was gonna say, we're gonna be listening to that one, but um, we'll end the recording for all the listeners. And then, um, I still want to know that demon's name, so yeah. Sorry, uh, you guys ain't gonna get that one. We told you, like, we said that you weren't gonna get the EVP, and then we're like, ah, let's be some nice ass bitches. And and we we gave gave you the clip, yeah, but no, this one's ours. So, bye, suck it. Love you, spooky tins. (laughs) So guys, we fucking suck at podcasting. <laughs> because it has been effectual. Over- <laughs> and we were like, oh crap, we don't we don't have an outro. So we are 100 percent in different clothing a whole different part of our lives now at this time. Obviously. Very different. Um understatement. And my fucking computer's gonna ding the whole time. And I'm sorry. I but I look like I asked. <laughs> Today. but anyway since we did a short little goodbye with isaac uh let's let's do our real one you know the drill follow us on social medias including instagram instagram twitter twitter facebook facebook which has a page and a group page and a group T- uh TikTok, TikTok. and i think that's it it is i thought you were about to say tumblr and i was like oh no bitch we ain't in college anymore college tumblr was big when i was in like high school middle school was when tumblr first took off and i yeah i know know. but i like i did i wasn't a little bit happy there there. i was on it (laughs) sexy i was (laughs) on it i was on it a lot in college i never understood tumblr reading fan fictions of course you were <laughs> we have all the social medias we do be trying to post we post the most on instagram and hashtag sometimes facebook sometimes <laughs> um we're doing semi-decent we're, we're really trying um but yeah follow us don't forget to email any spooky stories experiences or just say hi like hey bitch how it be <laughs> be afraid of the dark podcast at gmail.com or if you have you have an experience you want to be a guest on the show, we're open to that too. Yes, please. Join the fam. Um, other than that, until next time. Sam. Don't look behind you.